Hello there, and welcome to the Marketing SOS Show. My name is Eric. I am your host, and here on the show, it's all about getting your marketing questions answered, whatever they may be, whatever background you're from. Whether you're a small business owner, a student, or a career marketer like myself, whatever you got, drop me a line at eric at marketingsos.ca, and I'll do my very best to answer you. Again, that's eric at marketingsos.ca. That's .ca, not .co, not .com, .ca, because I am here based in Canada. And for everyone else out there listening who's not submitting a question, good vibes going out to you because you know the world's crazy right now and there's so much going on and I hope you're all doing well. Hope you're all being safe and hope you're all just being safe. So pivoting right along to the rest of the show, we have a question from Drew who just landed a new gig. Congratulations, Drew, as the uh, director of marketing at a new small size company. But with it comes a lot of challenges because Drew is a department of one, meaning he's the only guy in the marketing department. So he's not a director of a whole lot yet. But this is where Drew needs to build things up. He has a lot of changes he needs to make and he needs help. Help from an outside agency or help from an army of freelancers. And he's wondering which direction to go with. So let's hear from Drew and this interesting problem just after this. So Drew writes, Hi Eric, so I'm a marketer that's previously only worked with mid to large size companies, which means established marketing teams. My longest position, we were a team of 15, and my most recent, I think we were over 80. When we needed something done, written, designed, coded, implemented, whatever, we did it in-house because we had a full-time employee who had that skill set and role. Now I'm starting as a director of marketing for a very small company, 15 employees total. And my department is a population of one, me. It's a change to say the least. I am a writer, so I'll be doing a lot of our content writing myself, but I'll have to contract out the rest of the services. As far as immediate needs, we need logo slash rebranding, a visual style guide, color palette, entire overhaul on all things graphic, web redesign to match the rebranding, a few small advertisements that the company already has placed, but just need to be updated with the rebranding. Long term, it's less clear, but far more extensive email templates, new ads, blog, currently doesn't exist, etc. I'm sure I'll think of 1,000 more things as time goes on. So here's my confusion, and hopefully it's simple enough. But I understand not one professional will be able to do all these things, particularly when it comes to designing the website and actually implementing the website, but also things like having someone produce a logo and therefore visual branding guidelines and passing that off to someone designing the website. I realize I need different people for different roles, but what I don't understand is, given these people are all responsible for specific items and not full-time employees, whose job it is to work together, who do I hire first? How do I facilitate handing off assets from one person to the other without making their jobs more complicated than what is fair to ask of a freelancer? I've worked with agencies in regards to running ads and managing budgets, but would it be easier to work with an agency who had all these roles in-house and could manage those handoffs internally, which is more what I'm used to? I would generally probably prefer to hire freelancers, but I don't want to overcomplicate a process that is already sounding a bit complicated. I would really appreciate any insight into how this process works when not everyone is under the same roof, being paid by the same company, whose job it is to work together, however necessary to create whatever needs to be created, whereas here it's all distinct entities working with one-off assignments. Thanks so much, Drew. Well, Drew, when it comes to hiring an army of freelancers, someone needs to coordinate everything. And as a department of one, 
It sounds like that's going to be you, buddy. <laughs> There's a couple of ways you can go about this. You can try to have them all work together by including them on some emails, instructing them to hand off work to one another. This can get messy and largely depends on what your contract is with them. If you pay them by the hour and keep them on a retainer, they are more likely to work the way you want them to than a new freelancer from Upwork would. The most flexible option may just be for you to interact with all these freelancers individually and coordinate the flow of work between them, looping them in together when a project demands it. This way you keep track of where everything is at and have a better sense of those billable hours that will easily grow as they do. The real key here, Drew, is to find dependable freelancers that you can keep going back to. Think of a few ways to test these freelancers to weed out the poor fits, like how easily they can understand and turn around work and how well they communicate via email, Slack, whatever communication tools you want them to use. Now, in this scenario, you're going to need some kind of project management software to get a workflow going in place. Find a platform like Asana, and as you onboard new freelancers, you do all your communications through this platform to keep everything on track. Now, if you don't want to go with an army of freelancers, you can always find an agency that can help you with all these things. You can write up a request for proposal, outlining everything you need, and these agencies will send you a proposal back with pricing for you to pick on. Now, this option, honestly, will probably be the easiest one to have less headaches, but just like freelancers, it's easy to pick a bad agency. There's lots of poor ones out there or poor ones at communicating and missing deadlines. So either way, you're going to have to go through the ringer and test these people to make sure they're going to work with you. Now, me myself, because I have a lot of web development experience in the past, I do like the idea of freelancers because I can manage a project and know where I'm going. Now, with you as a writer, I'm not sure you had that same experience, so you may want to go with an agency. Now, the reason I like freelancers a little bit better than agency is because if the agency doesn't work out, you need to find a whole new person to do rebranding for you. You have to find a whole new web developer, whole new designer, etc. Where freelancers is plug and play. Someone's not working, you get rid of them, you put someone new in there, and the machine should keep running. So those are my two caveats there. One in theory is easier because you won't have to do as much management, but they are harder to replace and you can be more tied to them. And your success is more within their realm of control as well. So Drew, thank you so much for the question. It's tough. Uh, freelancers versus agency, I guess it largely depends A, on your budget, but also how much manual work and management you want to do yourself and how versed you are in the web experience or the web domain, as it were. So for everyone else out there listening, this is really what you should be looking at is what skill sets do you have? What constraints do you have? And how does that impact your choices? Now, regardless of your budget, you can still put that RFP together through, which I think is a good process to go through just to under actually understand what it is you actually need. You probably have some theoretical idea of what it is you need in your head, but getting it down on paper, thinking it through and having other internal parties look at it and comment on it will definitely help you flesh out exactly what you need, which may help you even just go going with freelancers, that option. But putting the RP together and sending it out, you'll at least get some pricing back. And if it's crazy outside your budget, go with the freelancer option. It's that easy. But like I said, coordinating everything, managing everything. If you don't want to do that, you have no one else to delegate it to. So it may be better to go to agency in that regard. So good luck, Drew. Let me know how it goes. And thank you so much for writing in again. And for everyone else out there listening, if you've got a marketing question, 
drop me a line at eric at marketingsos.ca. And I'd be happy to put you on a future upcoming episode of the show. Now, with that being said, the show might be changing in the future. If you've been listening for a long time, you know I might have said this in the past, that I might be bringing on guests to start interviewing. Well, with COVID-19 going on and everyone's staying at home, that may happen now as well. So look out for that in in the near future, probably sometime after we get past episode 100. This is episode 96, I believe. So we're getting close. It's pretty crazy that we're almost hitting that milestone. And if you could do me one favor before you go, leave this show, the Marketing SOS show, a ratings interview on whatever podcast player you listen to. It only takes two seconds. And... But it would mean the world to me. I'd really appreciate it if you could do it. So please do so. And if not, thank you anyways. I know your time is valuable. So with that, my name is Eric e. Thank you so much for listening, and I am out.